You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Hello, painstakingly patient pacing patrons of paleobiology while paving for paintballs. You're listening to Good Job Brain. Your soon-to-be weekly quiz show and offbeat trivia podcast. This is episode 199, and of course, I'm your humble host, Karen, and we are your gaggle of grain-free, granola-guzzling, gargoyles, galvanizing granules of great goodies to gorge your gluttony for geekiness. I'm Colin. I'm Dana. And I'm Chris. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. (laughs) Good to be back. I missed you guys. I really missed you guys so Mm -hmm. much. It's our big comeback debut. If this is your first time listening to the show, hello and welcome. <laughs> yes. I don't know how you stu- I don't know how you stumbled on us at one ninety nine randomly, but welcome. We're happy to have you here. Uh, we got plenty of room for you, and uh, for longtime listeners and fans who have been waiting for new episodes. Yes, we're back from a long hiatus. Lots have happened. A lot has happened. A lot of ups, a up, lot. ups, a lot yeah. of down downs. Yeah. But more importantly, we have we've. Spawned a new generation. The new, the next (laughs) generation. TNG cloned ourselves. (laughs) Good job, Rain. Baby gang has has increased in membership. What have you guys been up to? I now have a brand new baby daughter at home. Oh. And she is only uh, three weeks old right now. Yeah, you look a little tired. I feel a little bit tired. Yeah. (laughs) I've had a baby in the last year. It is a lot of work. It's a lot of work. It's good. It's very cute. (laughs) You guys need this outlet. Yeah. To like yeah. talk to other adults. I, oh, I don't know what you're looking at me for. I just got the same old kid. <laughs> no change there. Just same a boring guy. old toddler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're getting into the, um, Dad, what is this phase? And, uh, oh, yeah. you know, I better have an answer. Yeah. yeah. And what about you, Karen? I have no spawns. I'll tell you what I have been doing, which I haven't really done before. Uh-huh. Um, and it's kind of shocking for most people is... I started watching Jeopardy. Oh. And that's not something that, like, yeah. really, like I'll read about it online. Mm. I never really watched but it. But now you do it hardcore. Yeah. Even just five years ago, like ten years ago, when you watch Jeopardy, you're, I'm just like, I don't know. How do, how does anyone know any of <laughs> yeah. about this? You know? And then now when I watch it, I was like, I can yeah. answer most the of right these age. questions. Uh, it's so yeah. easy You now. accumulated enough knowledge <laughs> and... Uh, I don't want to say it's easy, but it's It's, not as hard as it used to be, that's for sure. Like Uh, Maybe both things are true. Ten years ago, maybe out of the six categories, I'll have one category, oh, maybe I'm good at this and I'm not, you know, and I can't answer all the questions. Now, even for Uh. things like American Rivers, like, I'm (laughs) like, how do I, really, it's a weird new experience. I think it's also, let's let's go ahead and just say that you are smarter now than you were five years ago, ten years ago, and that's a good thing to be proud of. It's, that's something that, like, it was just a revelation. I was like, (laughs) I'm actually Maybe making money out for Make, this. Yeah. Making, making imaginary money. money. <laughs> Keeping score. You're like, I yeah. would have won this yeah. game. And yeah. of course, you know, when you get on Jeopardy, then you realize oh, that no. the real the real trouble is doing it with stage lights oh, shining yeah. on your face, buzzing yeah. in at the exact problem. Stage fright, anxiety, yeah. Yeah. the yeah. timing. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. being like the, the, mm-hmm. the armchair Jeopardy contestant is, is obviously much more comfortable. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> but you know, it's lower stakes. Yeah. And speaking yeah. of Jeopardy, sure. let's jump into our... First general trivia segment, pop quiz, hot shot. Yeah. Listeners, 
I have random trivial pursuit cards here from multiple versions. I'm going to pick a card. Uh, what we're going to do here is I'm going to ask some questions, and you guys have answer buzzers. Amazingly, we have not had to change the batteries in these buzzers. So. They haven't been used. Yeah, I guess that's true. They're leaking, though. <laughs> the acid is burning. My finger burns, Colin. Here we go. This is from the version Trivial Pursuit R&R Singles. Not sure what... Rock, must be rock and roll. Mm, Maybe. No. No? Rest and Rest relaxation. Recre- relaxation. Oh. Oh. Okay. Let's jump in. All right. Okay. First question. Blue Wedge. What team was Boston College playing when Doug Flutie threw the Hail Mary pass? Oh. <laughs> I like sweat pouring down my... Colin. Uh, I, I, I th- was it Notre Dame? Incorrect. Okay. Chris. New York Yankees. Incorrect. Dang. Hmm. Wrong sport. I was hoping that the hiatus would magically gift me all the sporting knowledge. Flyers. Flutie Flakes. This was a big, huge college football play. The the Hail Mary pass. Yale. No, it is University of Miami. Oh, okay. Yeah. Miami. I knew it was against a big football powerhouse school. We talked about the trivia behind Hail Mary Pass, right? Yeah. Like, who coined the, t- yeah. Who coined the yeah. term? It yeah. was like, yeah. Jesus. Oh, my God. On a press conference, and they're like, it yep. was just a Hail Mary. Just kind of threw it up there. kind of called it That's Hail Mary right. Pass. All right. Yeah. Pink Wedge. For the next question, who celebrated his 60th birthday with his 60th concert at Madison Square Garden? <laughs> Chris. Billy Joel. Incorrect. Oh, although, I, well, I mean, he probably did. I think he did, but it probably wasn't his 60th concert. At Madison Square Garden. I'll be honest. I was going to guess Billy Joel at first, yeah. but I'm going to amend it now. Was it Elton John? It's that was Elton my guess, yeah. John. Uh, okay. Not a New York tie-in, but that would have. Right. I'll, I'll tell you, I know what the first song was. Of Elton John? Uh, yeah, what? of Elton it? John's. But the first song of Elton John's 60th birthday concert. What is it? I believe it was the song. 60 years on. Ah. talks about being 60. Of course, it was from his album Elton John, which was when he was like 20-something years old. You know? Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a prophet. Yep. Okay. okay. <laughs> he's a prophet in that he's like, one day I'll be 60. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, quite yeah. frankly, considering his contemporaries in the 1970s music <laughs> scene. Oh, fair. Uh, we yeah. didn't know yeah. what happened. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. All right. Yeah. He was an optimistic, yeah. yeah. Ooh, good one. Yellow Wedge, what color kerchief? Does Frosted Flake Spokes Cat Tony the Tiger sport? <laughs> Dana. Blue, right? Incorrect. Oh. Oh, wait. I, I was going to guess blue. The box is blue. I was going to guess blue as blue. well because it goes with orange. orange. And... Oh, I, now I think I know. I, yeah. 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 Chris, you want to take a stab? <laughs> There's only so many colors. Uh, your time's up. Yeah, your your, oh, your buzzer your is buzzer is, is buzzer is dying. I'll Man. just hold it closer to the microphone. Oh, yeah. This all. I just wanted to get. A, I wanted to get a nice clean. Yeah, rooster crow. Well, okay. So he's orange. It's not blue. Well, blue's. The, well, yeah. 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 Blue's the red. Correct. Is it red? red. Oh, okay. Yeah. I figured, well, like, what's, yeah. what's going to match well with his orange? It can't be white because his, his stomach is white. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I just it thought be, blue it, seems yeah. like it would be good with the orange. Right, really right, nice. right. I mean, it does because the box. Purple wedge. What Michigan city is the biggest consumer of those uh-oh spaghetti-os? What Michigan, Michigan city, city is the biggest consumer of <laughs> wow. not only, thank, first of all, thank you for the like baked-in ad. <laughs> yeah. 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 Soup. Can yeah. you just say spaghetti-os? Those delicious. Oh, those yeah, this delicious. is like a sponsored. <laughs> yeah. mm. 
Colin. I, just because it's fun, I'm going to say Ypsilanti, because Detroit's too easy. <laughs> <laughs> Incorrect. Hmm. But uh, I know we've talked to listeners who are from Ypsilanti, and yeah. they have a, a very phallic um, structure that they're very proud of. Huh. I will have to. I will have to go research that on the internet. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very okay. phallic. It's Type very in famous, Ypsilanti so. phallic, oh, okay. and I'm yeah. sure I'm sure it'll oh, get me there. Sounds about right. Chris, did I buzz in? Oh, I thought you did. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Michigan City, Ann Arbor. Uh, uh-uh. it's a university town. Oh, a good thing. Oh. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's a good this, idea. I think this yeah. is also a university town. But mm. It is Grand Rapids. Okay. Grand Rapids. I wish I knew why. Is there a reason yeah. why? Yeah, like the factory or a plant huh. was, or Kellogg, yeah. I don't know. Or they, or they made real pasta <laughs> illegal. And also, we have a lot of international listeners. SpaghettiOs yeah. are <laughs> canned Pasta. Yeah. But I use that term loosely. So yes. it's like little donut, cir- hollow circle. Little O's, pasta. if you will. Tomato sauce. I think We're, as a kid I liked it. Now as yeah. an adult. Oh, sure. <laughs> when you look at like a, the, the congealed kind it's of. It's a go, stomach mm, ache, yeah. yeah. Anyways, all right. Green Wedge, what Chateau Marmont bungalow mm. was the scene of John Belushi's long goodbye? So I need oh. a... Oh, these are good trivia I questions. I need yeah. room number. Oh. What? Okay. What Chateau Marmond bungalow... Famous hotel in L.A. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Was the scene of John Belushi's The Long Goodbye? No, no. Just John Belushi's Long Goodbye. It is not capitalized. Did he die it's, so it's not. Oh. I'm assuming. Okay. This is a weird wording. This, of this, where did this, he... This, just, this it's trivial a, pursuit card just went from SpaghettiOs to like the death yeah, of John Belushi. Exactly. Like, it's a good dark. Maybe shattering. Which Belushi? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. John. Com- comedy legend yeah. John Belushi died of a drug overdose. Just yeah. say or, a room or, number. Yeah. Three. Three. It is three. Hey. It's always three. It's yeah. Always three. Yeah. We, you know what? Lucky number three. Pop yeah. trivia rules. Guys, if you got you got our uh, good job rainbook, it's it's in the the hint or in, in our tips. <laughs> always always guess the number three. When All right, out. last question: What status symbol timepiece is identified by its five pointed crown logo? Colin, that has to be Rolex. Rolex. Yeah. Rolex. All right, good job, brains. Yay. We are contractually obligated to tell you about the Good Job Brain book, <laughs> um, which you can find um, at your local FedEx Kinko's. Yes, yes, yes. a big and retailer. That's it. Uh, but you can you get it on Amazon. Yeah. Barnes and Noble. Yeah. Barnes and Noble. Yeah. 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 It's been spotted in the wild books, at uh, books.com. actual bookstores. Yep. Yeah. It is. A pretty good. It is book. pretty good. It I've been good reading book. a lot of trivia books lately. Yeah. Um. Yes. And they're not as good as our book is stands up. Yeah. It, yeah. It's good. Yeah. I, <laughs> like, I good completely writing. agree. Yeah. I completely yeah. agree. Um. I found it very defensive, but <laughs> but it was like an honest the, assessment. I yeah. Think it was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. There are other books you have to buy now too. Uh, if you're yeah. if you're collecting all the Good Job Brain books, I'm not going to talk about mine first. We'll talk about Karen's. Oh yeah, I have another yeah. book. book of Jawsome Shark quizzes. Yes. Sharks. I became an amateur shark expert. Yep. And, and now professional. Yeah. Well, yeah. Hey, as soon as they gave you money. That's true. Yeah, that's that's true. true. 
So Jawsome Shark Jossom. Quizzes by Karen Chu is out there. Um, and Final Fantasy V by Chris Kohler. That's me. The um, book. The book. The book. There's a game <laughs> called Final Fantasy <laughs> This book is about that game. Um, but it is all about, uh, it's the very first Japanese game that I ever imported when I was uh, 15 years old. And so it's all about the game, but it's also all about like that experience of like being a uh, otaku, like a Japanese, uh, you know, anime and game loving nerd in the in the 1990s back before you could just go on the internet and get everything you ever wanted (laughs) it's about that so my mom even read it and she said i really love it i skimmed over all the parts about the game uh, but i I really love it all the same so i mean even if you're you're not super into games i think there's a it's a personal story it's a personal story it is a personal story of mine so i think like a coming of age it is it is yes it's yes yes All right, uh, so this is our first new episode in a while, and uh, as we were brainstorming about what should be our topic this week, uh, it was pretty much a no-brainer. Uh, this past year, we've been overwhelmed by the continued support uh, of our very patient and very vocal and very loyal fans, oh, yeah. and a super important acknowledgement to listener George, who set up the Good Job Brain Yes. Fan Lobe Trotters Facebook group. It is public and it has become a thriving community of fans and us yeah. just sharing links, talking about pub trivia. It's super active. It's really good. Um, so we decided that we're going to honor and celebrate you, our fans. And this episode is all about fandom. What's mm-hmm. it like being a fan? Trivia and facts about being a fan. Fan groups. And so this week, bring on the fanfare. One of our favorite things to find and share with each other. Because even when we were on hiatus, um, we'd be checking in with each other and uh, sharing information, talking about you know what we were going to do, how we are going to get this started again. And we would always be sharing with each other egg corns. Yeah! And our fans in yeah. the Facebook group and on would, Twitter. would always be sharing with each other egg corns. Um, and an egg corn, if you don't know, there was a segment in the Good Job Brain book, now available at FedEx Kinko's Nationwide. Um, <laughs> was, um, and in a previous episode. And in a previous episode, yes. of course, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but we love these so much. It is, it is using the wrong word for something. But, importantly, like, using the wrong word is known as a malapropism, right? Right? Mm-hmm. So an egg corn is a, a phrase or a word or a saying that is used incorrectly but there's a sort of a weird twisted logic that you can see how that person thinks that that's the right word. You yes. could tell, you could tell so yourself a story about why it makes it sense. It sounds so, similar. It sounds similar. Right. And of course the word itself is derived from there was a woman who called acorns egg corns because <laughs> she'd always heard the word acorn 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 but her brain was processing it as egg corn and of course what does an acorn look like it, it kind of like, looks like a yeah, yeah sort of a corn like yeah. an egg. it's got a sort of a round yeah. you know a uh, smooth shell but sort of a corn kernel so you know an egg corn sure, why not yeah. it's a little bit bigger than a kernel of corn it's an egg corn <laughs> so that's why we love egg corns because of you can see the brain process that got you there <laughs> And it makes total sense. And so I think a lot of people use egg corns their whole 
life. Oh, yeah. Sometimes. Not knowing it. Oh, yeah. Not knowing because it makes total sense. Karen, you shared a, a meme with us. There are some good ones in here. I like this. Um, the Monday world. In the oh. Monday world. Like, not the <laughs> yeah. mundane world. The Monday world. Yeah, the Monday world. Yeah, oh. Mondays, Mondays suck. Yeah. yeah, mundane, boring. You in know, mundane, mundane is interesting. Like, you have a yeah, case of the, the Mondays. Monday world. Yep. Like, yeah. um, after all is set and done. Oh, oh yeah. that's good. That's yeah. So, and now, and now yeah. with that one, I bet you there's people listening going, wait, that's the right phrase. Oh, right? I guarantee no, you. Yeah. Someone yeah. out there. So the phrase is, after all is said and done. After you've done all the talking and all the doing, this is what's left. But a lot of, but so after all is set and done is the end. It's yep. set and it's done. Almost better. And there was one, there was one in here that Frankly. I think is, yeah. this is really good. Post dramatic stress disorder. Yes. I've seen that one. Yes. Makes total sense, Post- right? Like, Traumatic right. versus dramatic. Right. Trauma. <laughs> yeah. Trauma. Traumatic. Versus Pro- drama. Yeah. yeah. Like both traumatic stress and dramatic dramatic. stress suggest, you know, Big really like bad stress. Yeah. But it's called PTSD. Yeah. Yeah. You you may not. And maybe know, never thought maybe about the it. Maybe the may have never heard that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So more uh, that we've that we've heard recently, carpool tunnel syndrome. I like that uh-huh. one. I think Karen I mean, gave us that one. If you oh, get man. if you got carpal tunnel syndrome from <laughs> from driving, which you know yeah. is certainly possible, maybe, maybe it's work related. It's yeah. Carpool tunnel syndrome. Yeah, or it's you know restricted flow through your mm-hmm. wrists. I don't know. It's yeah. yeah. You, however, yeah. it makes sense. Carp- um, carpool. 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 How do you spell carpool? C a r p a l. Oh, carpal. P- sorry, p a l. Is it p a l? P a l. Carpal. Colin found an eBay auction uh, for a computer containing an Ethernet cord. Either yeah. Ethernet. Ethernet cord. Yeah. It can go on Ethernet. It'll work on either of your nets. Yep. Yeah. And e- it's an mm-hmm. it's an Ethernet cord. Yeah. Yep. yep. Uh, I've done a I've done a lot of soul searching S O L E searching like I've been like I've shoes. been sitting by myself and looking <laughs> at solely at this problem. <laughs> oh, I've done, okay. I've done searching just by myself. Oh, that makes like, sense. Yeah, alone yeah. Not the, the real one being the real phrase being soul S O U L. Like I've looked inside my own soul. Yeah. 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 Or shoe yeah. shopping. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, or out Dana, walking, maybe. You yeah. found tidy whiteies, as in clean, t- 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 I- yeah. tidy whiteies, <laughs> um, for under its tidy, T-I-G-H-T. Because they're, because they're tight. Tight, tight. Yeah. tidy whiteies. Whitey. Not tidy, as tidy. in clean. I think that might be. They better be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That might be an American thing, because we have that, that T and D sound. Yeah. You know, yeah, whereas British English will pronounce and enunciate that I think there are a lot more clear yeah, yeah generally yeah. yeah you're right this is this is an amazing one this was going around twitter actually and maybe there's a little bit of a, of a uh, is this an egg uh, how about we play egg corn or not an egg corn? oh okay, yeah okay. yeah belgian whistles <laughs> no, well that's gonna cost you uh ten dollars or <laughs> if 20 you, if you want all the belgian if whistles. you want all the belgian whistles oh. on that it's it's tough right now first of all the, the correct phrase is bells and whistles if you want all the accoutrement all the bells and whistles i say yes i think it is yeah because yeah. belgian whistles it sounds like a whistle but like fancier because yeah. it's like belgian chocolate you just assume yeah. oh yeah. what's the belgian whistles belgian waffle. right Belgian waffle. He got you got eggos, then he got the Belgian waffle. It's yeah. creamy. He got chocolate premium. Belgian chocolate whistles. Belgian whistles. Bel- all Belgian the Belgian whi- whistles. All the Belgian whistles <laughs> you want. Um, <laughs> what? Yeah. Pick up the paste 
I think is in egg corn. Pace. Pace. Pick up the pace. Like pick not up pick the up pace. The, not pick up the pace of your of your movements, but pick up the pace off the floor, which is sticking oh, you. Oh, okay. Slow. Pick up the pace. Yeah, you're too slow. Come on, pick up the yeah. pace. I would yeah. say yes, egg corn. Yep. I would say yes, egg I corn. Mean, our human brain wants to make reason it's for true. everything. Yeah. It's true. It's true. This is like the linguistic equivalent of seeing faces and things. Right. It's like we want to make it make uh, sense. There's like definitely idioms where you're like, I don't know why we say this. Let That's the cat true. out of the bag. That sounds yes. crazy. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. Like, yeah, you're right. And we just take it for granted because yeah. we use it. Yeah. Uh, explanation point. Oh. As in, like, if you really want to explain something, you put an exclamation point on the end of your sentence. Oh, ex- exclamation. Yeah. Explanation. 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 Yep. I'm uh, explaining. Oh, no. I, I'm explaining. Yeah. Like- <laughs> here's, here's a couple really good ones that I think this is great. Um, Dana, you may appreciate this one. Okay. Um, Swedish fish. Oh. Swedish yeah. fish. Like, uh, you know, when you eat Swedish fish, S W E D I S H from Sweden, they're yeah. not that sweet. You know, oh, they're Swedish. They're kind of sweet. You, yeah? They are not from Sweden. And <laughs> the one Swedish person I hang out with all the time, my husband, is very, he likes to point that out every time he sees a package of Swedish fish. He's like, they're Canadian. They're from Canada. All right. But, you know, Swedish. They they're are kind of sweet-ish. sweet-ish. Yeah. yeah, they're not that um, sweet. And then this one was just amazing. A uh, a guy said, "Oh, my my daughter for breakfast when she wants an egg that's been boiled and has its it has its shell taken off. Uh-huh. Um, I would give it to her and tell her what it is, and then the next day she asked me for another hard balled egg. <laughs> oh, okay. Hard balled egg. Oh, that is that is so egg. adorable. That one's good. Yeah. Co- like coming from a child. Yeah. yeah. Right. Because they're you know they don't understand boiling as a cooking process. Right. They're right. like yeah. I know eggs. heads and hair and this yep. looks like a it's toy. Bald now. It's bald. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Hard balled egg. Hard balled egg. egg. Then folks. Things took a turn. Oh. Uh, As I was searching out more egg corns on the repository of egg corns that is Twitter, uh, it turns out that earlier this year, noted rapper T Pain tweeted yes. a very popular tweet in which he said, <laughs> Just sat here and mind effed myself into embarrassment by thinking of how recent it was when I found out it's not lactose and tolerant. <laughs> now, Wait, saying, say it again. Lack, lack, toast, as in not have enough. You uh, need toast. Browned bread. Lack yes. of toast. Yes. Yeah. And tolerant. Now, this one I'm going to call not. Egg no. Not yeah. sure how you thought that. He thought it was an idiom, maybe. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I, but he thought so it was. So yeah. I'm, I'm lactose and tolerant. Yeah. Like I'm telling That's you, these, what he, here are two things about me. Yeah, it has nothing to do with milk. What if he just right. thought it was like picky? You know, like you lack toast and you're tolerant. <laughs> right. Like, like. Well, of course, it became very popular. And then spawned a whole reply section of things they thought of yeah. of egg corns of people replying to T Pain. Oh, and there was some good stuff. <laughs> yeah. There was some good stuff in here. Thanks, here's here's a great one that I like. Yeah, thank you, T Pain. <laughs> Swing in the mist. Swing in Swing, the mist. As in gorillas in the mist. Swing in the mist. Swing as in, in the swing mist. and a miss. Like you swung huh. at the ball, but you missed it. But you, you're swinging into like, the mist. You can't like see blindly. it. You can't see you can't it. See you, can't hit it. Yeah. you can't hit mist and you can't huh. see in the mist. That's wow. Right. All right. Uh, off 
pudding, as in P-U-D-D-I-N-G. <laughs> like, that was okay. very off-putting. Yeah, oh, my doctor yeah. has me off-putting. Right. I can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I can't. Like yeah. that's gone bad. Yeah. Oh, you I know? see. Like, oh, yeah. that like, pudding's or, or, off-putting. Or yeah. not sweet anymore. Like, his yeah. comments were off-putting. Yeah, he's pretty <laughs> off-putting. I, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I can see, but I wouldn't categorize that as mm-hmm. <laughs> Right, right, right. Uh, the ghost is clear. <laughs> For the coast is clear. The like, ghost, ghost is, is out of the way. It's time to go. Yeah. Oh, okay. The There's no ghosts, so go so ahead. We can go. Clear. Yep, yep. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, I haven't heard that this, one. This one, definitely. This shuffled. This shuffled. Oh, yeah. Because oh, his clothing yeah. is very shuffled. disheveled. No, his clothing is dishuffled. 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 Yeah, dishuffled. Yeah. It's dishuffled. It's not oh, shuffled. It could be. It's, dish, it's all out yeah. of shuffle. It's yeah. like yeah. cards yes. that are all yeah. mixed up. They're dishuffled. Yeah. Dis. Yeah, um, that, makes, that makes sense. And, and finally, uh, there was a story of a teacher telling his middle school students that when they do their homework tonight, he doesn't want them to do a half-fast job. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, the principal was in the room when he said this. <laughs> yes, don't do a. Ha- it's it's half-assed, as in your your butt. Half like, of your yes. butt. Half of your butt. Like, don't do half of your butt. Do your whole butt. Full. Do a half full-ass job. Fast. But he <laughs> thought it was half. Fast. Like you're going slower than you could. Yeah, yeah like don't, don't do, do it. Half but when you fast. say like, it, yeah. when you say fast. it fast, though, it when sounds you like say, half, it yeah, really half does. Fast job. Don't a do a half fast, fast. Yeah. job. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, half fast job. And and by <laughs> and and by the way, this also came up, but this is we know. Um, it's not. It's neither an egg corn nor a malapropism. It's something that Dana did a segment on called the Mondegreen, which mm. is a misheard song lyric. lyric. Yeah. And somebody brought up there is a there is a hymn there's a spiritual hymn in which somebody is singing to Jesus saying Jesus you know that the cross that you carried I happily would take that cross yes on. yes and they yes. sing in the in the hymn my mom knew this one oh Please. really oh I love this they one they sing in the hymn gladly the cross I'd bear. Gladly, yes. the cross I'd bear. I would take on your cross, Jesus. Which I'd my mom, as a little girl, oh, yeah, you know, thought talked was. To, she's, she's, it was about a cross I'd bear named Gladly. Yeah. <laughs> Gladly, the Gladly, cross Gladly, yeah. comma, the cross I'd bear. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, sure. I know why they were singing yeah. about that in church. Yeah, yeah. so cute as a yeah. kid. Gladly, the cross I'd bear. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! I maybe needs like one of those patches over one of his eyes. I was to trying to like yeah. correct yeah. that lazy eye. I was yeah. trying to predict where you, were, where you were going with that. Yeah. So I thought it was like I was like, oh, it's got to be bear, but I had no idea. It's like it has a person, it has like, a personality trait. Oh yeah, and a you name. can see you can see this. Bear I would read that you're... children's right. book yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I would read that gladly. Book. Like, cross-eyed bear. They're just singing. I love thinking of acorns if they came as if they came from kids. The kids' imagination, very pure, very pure yeah, mind. Like, the bald egg, like, it's so cute. Right, it's like right, it's right. an egghead. Yeah. Well, thank you. Wow, that was quite a recap. Thanks. I did my yeah. research. That's great. Saving money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at all right, my turn. And to celebrate fan groups, I have a quiz about famous celebrity fans. 
fan groups. Okay. So, as you know, for the fans of Good Job Brain, they are called Lobe Trotters. Mm -hmm. Uh, Usually they're like kind of pun or it's a reference to uh, uh, the the subject of of the fandom. I have a couple of levels here. It's going to increase in difficulty. (laughs) Three levels. Everybody have a piece of paper and pen. We're going to write down. You're going to write down your answers and we're going to compare them. So, level one. I'm going to give you the subject okay. or the celebrity. Tell me what their fan group name is. And all of them <laughs> okay. are okay. puns. Okay. In okay. A way. okay. okay. Even if you don't know, you can guess. Okay. okay. All right. All right. Level one. We're starting easy. Here we go. Heartthrob celebrity actor Chris Pine. If you're a fan of Chris oh. Pine, what would you call yourself? Huh. Keep in mind these are puns. Okay. Uh huh. So I for if oh. a real I go mm-hmm. crazy for Chris Pine. Mm-hmm. Okay. What would I call myself? <laughs> okay. Answers up. Chris says Pine Coneheads. Oh. That's pretty good. Dana says saps because you're the sap of a tree. And Colin. I, I like my answers so much that I'm going to say if it isn't this, it should be. Okay, okay. Pine nuts. You are correct. Oh, that's good. All right. All right. Pine okay. Nuts. Okay. All right. Next one. That's, those are all very saps. Pine Coneheads. All right. Next one. British singer Ellie Goulding. Ellie Golding. How's it spelled? Ellie Golding. G O U L D I N G. Golding. Golding. I'm also quite happy with my answer. Okay. Chris is writing a very I, long I, name. I, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's like it's like improv. You got to just react. Don't yeah, think. I, yeah. All right. Answers up. Chris says. Ellie Gould nerds. Mm, that's good. Dana says, "Elaholics." Elaholics. A lot of Ella, uh, a lot holics. of holics. Yeah. Please tell me it's this. Uh, Colin says, <laughs> "Gold diggers." Gold diggers is correct. Ah, oh, so the gold diggers. Wow. Gold diggers. <laughs> Wrestler. You can't see him. John Cena. Mm. John Cena. What do you? What do you call yourself if you are a fan of Mr. Cena? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Clue is, it's a collective. Oh, okay. Now. Okay. All right, answers up. Chris, John C. Nation. Oh, that's oh, good. That's, that's good. good. Dana. I put Cena, Cena, and then you were like, it's a collective, and I was like, the Casinas? The Casina, <laughs> the Casina Royale. Please tell me it's the Cena Files. Oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> it is C-Nation. C-Nation. Oh, it is? Yeah, it that's is. good. Nice. I thought you knew. I, no, I had no oh, idea. I was making up was something. Uh, yeah. A lot of, a lot of uh, blank army. A lot, a lot of, of blank nation. Navy. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of, a lot of yeah. blank nation. C-Nation. Yes. That's, that's good. My, yes, that's my, good. My, my, my fan group is, in fact, the 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 color marines, <laughs> the color coast guard, the color coast guard, the color diggers, protecting my borders from uh, from uh, the haters. All right, next yeah. one, color diggers and uh, color miners. Oh, color miners, color miners. That's what you're all called now. And then the youth club would be the cola miners. Yeah, color miners. Yes, color miners. So good. 
Last one for this level. My Little Pony. There is a, a male adult fan group, <laughs> oh, okay. and there's also a female adult fan group. Oh. Okay, so you want both or one? Give me both if you can. Okay. The male fan group, more people know. Mm-hmm. What's something clever about the female <laughs> fan group that has something to do with f- fantasy horses? Hmm. Hmm. No. Well, now I feel like my answer is wrong for the female. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Hmm. All right. All right. Chris yeah. says bronies. Correct. It is bronies. Yeah. Most people know. Yeah. It's, okay. It's I got bronies. My Little Pony. Yeah. And then, and then Chris <laughs> says the female fan group is normal women. <laughs> uh, Dana. I have the. So the bronies, and then the honies, or the sistars. Oh, 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 I know what it actually is. I know what it actually is, okay, but go. I already put my joke answer down. Oh, okay. Well, so I, I got bronies, and then I, I, what I meant is a pun on cornballs. So I meant like the, 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 the like the unicorn balls. Yeah, <laughs> but, but I wrote it down, and I realized it looks like unicorn. Balls. <laughs> yeah, it looks yeah, like you, I know. I, yeah. so I just, I just remembered from the recesses of my brain. It is the Pegasisters. Correct. Oh, oh Pegasisters. Pegasisters. That's good. That's All good. right. I like Sistonies, though. Sistars. Sistars? Like centaurs. Yeah. Oh, got it. Oh, okay. It's even well, better. It's, not, it's, it's not even better when I get it. It's mm. even better when I get it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, level two, I'm going to give you the name of the fan group. Oh, They're okay. not punny, but they do make references to the subject. The right. celebrity, okay. band, artist, oh, movie, is, whatever. Okay. All right. Reverse. So uh, let's buzz in for this one. Okay. Oh, All right. You can get your buzzers ready. Oh. If you know it, buzz it in. All right. If I am a daydreamer, I am a fan of who? Uh, Chris. The Monkees. Incorrect. <gasps> oh, I was going to guess the Monkees as well. Because of the song. Daydream Believer, sure. yeah. Howie Day? No. <laughs> it is fan of Adele. Oh, okay, yeah. Adele. Oh. She has a song called oh, Daydream. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh. All right. Okay. If I am a cheesehead, oh. what team am I a fan of? Horse, call it. Uh, that is the Green Bay Packers. Correct. Mm. The GB Packers. If I am an idiot, I am a fan of what? Uh, Dana. Green Day. Green Day. Yeah, American idiot. If I am an animal, I am a fan of what pop star? An animal. Oh. Uh, uh. Oh, no, no, it's not it, but I'll say something. Uh, Taylor Swift. No, because that's... No, yeah, as soon as I, yeah. John Cougar Miller. <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> Cougar. Cougar. <laughs> named it's not Lady Gaga, right? She's no. little monsters. Uh, or, it is like... Kesha. Oh. Party. Well, because she used to, her image was about partying. Oh, party oh okay. So animals. okay. Animals. All right. If I am a dunderhead, what show do I like watching? <laughs> oh, oh. Dana. The Office. Correct. Because uh, Dunder takes Mifflin. Place in Dunder Mifflin Company. If I am a shellhead and I am, what am I a fan of? A shellhead. A shellhead. Gas stations. <laughs> shell, shellhead. Yeah. And you are, Karen, you yourself are a yes, shellhead. Yes, I go to every gas station. I look right there. <laughs> right little notes. I don't even own a car. Yeah, I just yeah. go there. Yeah. Just walk on over. Yeah. Like train spotting yeah. or like no, getting the like gas yeah, mileage. Like gas station. Prices and the expiration dates. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, a shellhead. Shellhead. Um, huh. 
like, I don't Chris. know you Michelle Trachtenberg. No. <laughs> is it a person? Michelle Trachtenberg from, from Buffy? Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Shell. Shell. <laughs> shell. Um, what has shells? Uh, I mean, the beach. Oysters. What animals have clams. shells? Clams. Oh, clams. You're a clam fan. Clam. Uh, clam. Egg. <laughs> You're a Lobsters. Yeah. Yeah. Lobs, um, lobsters. Mussels. Lobs. You're a fan of mussels. You like having mussels. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh. Oh. Of course. Of course. Okay. okay. If I am a fanatic, what movie do I like? Fin, fin fan. It sounded, it fin, sounded like oh. you said fanatic. Uh-huh. I did oh. say fanatic. Finding fin-attic. Nemo. Oh, okay. uh, Jaws. Jaws. Oh. Jaws. They're called fanatics. The fanatics. Huh. Nice. Very good. That's good. Well, see what you did there, fanatics. Yeah. Level three. This is the hardest one, but oh. this will come okay. up in trivia. If I like the show Firefly, uh-huh. I would call myself a what? Oh, yeah. What do they call themselves? I've there seen this. I've seen this on the internet before. Mm. I don't know. A brown coat. That's what it is. The yeah. brown, brown coat. coat. That's right. Yeah. Okay. I was like, a brown shirt? No, yeah. that's something different. <laughs> yeah. That's something wildly different. Why yeah. They choose such a close uh, yeah. name. Yeah. But they did. Hmm. If I am a big fan of Canadian uh, emo pop star Avril Lavigne, I am a what? Skater wow. boy. No. <laughs> That's not bad. That's not I bad. wonder why. That's not bad. She calls her fans black stars. Black stars. Kind of emo, moody. It yeah. does. Yeah. 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 Very, yeah, very on brand. Okay. I always assume if it's a musician, it's a like a lyric reference or something. Yeah. yeah. If I love Jimmy Buffett, oh. uh, uh-huh. I am a what? Everybody? Uh, a parrot, parrot head. head. What do you call... Young Jimmy Buffett fans. Oh, like heads. a little uh, <laughs> yeah. What's a what's a yeah? What's a baby parrot called? I don't know. Like a, a hatchling. Pool, a pult. <laughs> yeah. like, no, that's a turkey. Yeah. It's not a baby parrot. Uh, oh, okay. parakeets. Oh, okay. of course, okay. Jimmy Buffett, okay. a very Margaritaville, right. Yeah. Right, tropically right. kind of thing. All about that lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And here I'm just gonna share some. Mariah Carey calls her fans lambs. <laughs> I think I knew that. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like honey, lamb. Um, okay. White stripes call their fans, or sorry, their fans call themselves uh. candy cane children. Okay, sure. Okay. okay. The, the red, of the red, and the red. Okay. Okay. What two Australian music artists separately refer to their fan groups as lovers? Huh. Two Australian musical artists. Two Australian musical artists. Separately. Kylie Minogue uh-huh. yes. Man at and yes. Keith Urban. Ooh. No. Okay. All right, Dana. Is Kylie Minogue one of them? Yes, oh, Kylie okay. is one of them. Kylie Minogue uh, is... Olivia Newton-John. No. Oh. There's, okay, those are the only four Australian musical who else, artists. Who so else is it? Sia. Never oh, heard. Oh, okay. Sia. That's right. That's right. Okay, okay. I forgot, both, she, was, both I forgot she was Australian. Both. Both ladies. Yeah, yeah. And not that I would have just crowded. Lo- okay, lovers. Uh, <laughs> All right. My last question. So I am a big fan of Beyonce. Uh-huh. Sure. Mm-hmm. And I've only seen her fan group written, which is the the oh. Bay Hive. Yeah. But I have no idea how to pronounce it. Oh. Do I call it the Beehive because her name is Beyonce? I've always but it's spelled Bay. In my head, Karen, I've always said Beehive. But I'm right with you. I've never heard someone else say, say it, it out loud. I, I read it. I mentally say Beehive. And so if someone asked me, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm in the high. <laughs> right. I'm yeah. in, let me just write it for you. I'm in this. I can show you the little <laughs> hashtag, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. So and look, it shows the, the B emoji. 
And that is my quiz. Are you looking for a podcast that your whole family can enjoy that asks the deep philosophical questions like, do trees fart? If you are, then you'll love Tumble, a science podcast for kids. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Marshall. Join us as we explore stories of science discovery from butts to animals, dinosaurs, astronomy, and everything in between. You'll love these stories and you'll learn something new. Find and follow Tumble Science Podcast for Kids wherever you get your podcasts or at sciencepodcastforkids.com. So we got the fan uh, topic settled, and at first I was thinking to myself, like, oh, if I do something sports fans, that's a little on the nose. I do a lot of sports stuff, so I'm going to find something else. No, that's good. Yeah, well, I'm glad you feel that way, because I gave up, and eventually I did a quiz about sports fans and sports fandom. Okay, okay. Play to my strengths. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, how are we going to learn? Exactly. And this isn't a pure sports quiz. I'm asking you about points or scoring records or who played for what team. This is about the fans, the fan experience. Okay. Anything related. Yeah, fan traditions. So let me start with my first question, Uh which I wrote. Are we buzzing in? Grab your your buzzers. Yep, yep. Keep in mind, I wrote this quiz out over the last day or two. So first question here. This will be a warm-up. Cheeseheads is the now now affectionate name given to fans of what American football team? Green Green Bay. It is the Green Green Bay. (laughs) Packers, oh. cheese, cheese nation. Yes. Green Bay Packers, of course. Will how about this? I'll elaborate a little further since we've got the question already. So it's Green Bay, Wisconsin, famous for their cheese, among other things, their dairy products okay. in general, mm-hmm. the cheese heartland of America. Oh. So cheese I thought it was all the holes in their defense. <laughs> oh. <Zing>. Yeah, <laughs> that's Swiss. <laughs> <laughs> It was originally like like a kind of like a, a put down. It wasn't something that people oh, they called. It. it was like people sure. from out of state. Oh, like, oh those cheeseheads from Wisconsin, right. you know, or Green Bay. It yeah. does. Right. But I like it that they they it claimed it exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They've they've uh, reclaimed the cheeseheads. Yeah, That's and you'll you see it. you'll see at Green Bay Packers games very common. They'll have the little the cheese hats. hats. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Well, now we'll get into the quiz proper here. I guess with the real questions. All right. During home playoff games, you might see fans of the Detroit Red Wings hockey team throw what onto the ice? Uh, Karen, I believe, is first there. Uh, cephalopods. Uh, <laughs> uh, octopus? Yeah. I, uh, Sometimes octopus. squid. Octopus is really what I'm looking yeah. for. You will get your occasional squid, I suppose. Yeah. You know, there's the famous story. There's like these brothers... They uh, threw an octopus onto the ice to sort of represent the eight wins that the team needed what? to get to win the Stanley Cup. Yeah. You had to win two best of seven was, series. Uh, yeah. Uh, but it, it, it stuck. No, people love it. So they won both the series. They won the Stanley Cup that year, other years as well. But so, no, I mean, during home playoff games, it is very common at Red Wings games. People will get up, huck octopus out on the ice t- specifically a dead one only if there's eight games left or no it's kind of just become a celebration yeah i mean what do they what, okay. what do they do what do they do with it i yeah. mean like they trash it they scoop it up they trash it yeah actually there was a little bit of controversy uh like 10 years ago around this so the the guy who's the head ice manager at the red wings like, arena gosh. it's his no i think he loves it he oh, loves oh, it because oh. it was part of his job and his thing he's like i i'm the guy you know not only do i run the zamboni but i go pick up the octopus Free octopus. Because, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what his family's having Calls for dinner. Calls his wife and just, like, get the deep fryer ready. <laughs> but, like, I guess what the problem was 
was is he he had developed he had kind of a showman style. He would twirl the octopus over his head from time to time. Oh, and no. the NHL, they're like, you know what? We don't want you flinging octopus parts into the crowd. This is not a good <laughs> look. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we need like official NHL employees. The linesmen are the only ones allowed to collect the octopus. And like I think the media and the fans really pushed back. They're like, come on, man. This is this is our tradition. So he's now allowed again to you know in a responsible twirl, dignified. Like, uh, when he, yeah, yeah. When he's by the Zamboni entrance, they say yeah. he can do the twirl. I guess because he's yeah. not like an official cheerleader or anything. Well, I mean, the team has embraced it. I mean, they have like an octopus mask. <laughs> Scott, you know, I mean, they they are well aware people are bringing uh, yeah. uh, and also in. it can't it can't get to the point where there's too many like octopuses on the on the ice because like th- those things are expensive. Yeah, like, there's only gonna be you know yeah. one maybe two <laughs> per game. All right, if you're at a Chicago Cubs baseball game in historic Wrigley Field and you happen to catch a home run hit by the visiting team, mm-hmm. what should you do according to Cub fan etiquette? Uh, Dana. Is it throw it back? It is throw it back. Yeah, you throw that back on the field. Yeah. Well, I thought I was going to guess give it to a little kid. (laughs) No, no. If it's from the other team, it goes back on the field. Wasn't it at the World Series somebody did that? Fans of other teams do it too, but the Cubs really kind of own this. It's like, we made this a thing. That's right. Get that junk out of here. I don't want this stinking ball from the other team. It was like a woman caught it, and then a guy sitting next to her snatched it out of her hand (laughs) and threw it at the World Series. If you catch it and people are watching you, you, they'll like start to throw it back chance yeah. i mean you're not yeah you'll oh, be good thing they're giving yeah. directions <laughs> what do i do with it yeah. the so-called black hole is a motley crew of costumed and painted diehard football fans famous for attending games of what nfl team <laughs> karen the raiders that is the oakland raiders i, I, I didn't know how to what Place, I should say. Yes, for right now, today, as we're recording, they are the Oakland Raiders. Uh, yeah, Aww. and they they are. If you ever watch a Raiders game on TV or go they to a person, hardcore fans, hardcore. I mean, you know, face paint, spikes, even more, yeah. pirate helmets, Darth Darth Raider, a lot of uh, yeah, just Darth any, Raider. anything <laughs> black and imposing. Yeah, they will take up several several rows of seats there. Fans attending home games of the NBA's, that's basketball, Yes. Okay. Uh, the NBA's Oklahoma City Thunder don't do what until the home team scores their first basket? Hmm. <laughs> Chris, huh. weekly. Shower. <laughs> in, over the course of a game, oh, you are okay. in the arena. Oh. Oh, 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 oh. You are there for just the couple of hours it takes to play the game. Until when the game starts, the uh-huh. fans don't do what until they score the first basket? Dana. Cheer? Not cheer. Karen. Stand up. Oh, you're so close. It's sit down. Oh, okay. They start standing and, and then, cheering, and then yeah. when the team scores the first points, then, then can you can sit down and relax. Oh, that's nice. oh. Yeah. It's, cool. a, it's a very, it's funny, it's a very collegiate thing, like to yeah. do at a pro level. It's very kind of like small town, we're all in it together, fun and quaint in a way, yeah. yeah. On March 23rd, 1974, a British soccer fan named John Taylor made a bit of ignominious history at an Arsenal-Manchester City match. He was the first person ever arrested for what <laughs> at a soccer match? What's that? It, what is ignominious? Something you may not be proud of. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Chris. The first person ever arrested for public intoxication at a soccer match. No, oh, not not the first. Oh. Uh, ooh, very close, but I think Dana there under the Streaking? wire. Streaking? Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah, Dana has it. Yeah, the year was, I was hoping, a little bit of a clue there. 
yeah, you know, uh, stripped down right before the right before the start of the match, ran out in the field, and he was not the first streaker by any means. But he got arrested, but he was the first, first person to get busted publicly for it, arrested. Yeah, some of the articles I read have great turns of phrase. Yeah, that he was quote forcibly clad in trousers, and I guess he was fined uh, ten pounds, which works out to about one hundred and thirty-five dollars. I like today's they, money. I like oh. they had apparently backup pants. Yeah, because <laughs> they knew them. this was gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how like the firemen have those official like emergency blankets i think the police have like emergency pants yeah they're just mm-hmm. like one size fits all you know yep. yeah <laughs> they're made out of that foil <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah crinkle 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 yeah. crinkle all right last one last one here we go named after the home team this oversized food item has been satisfying fans of the los angeles dodgers for over 50 years Chris. Dodger nachos. Dodgers. Dodgers. No, it is not Dodgers. Dodger nachos. I I do like that. Okay, you said, oh, wait, say. Named after the home team, this well known oversized food item has been satisfying fans of the Los Angeles Dodgers for over 50 years. Don't overthink this here, guys. Baseball, 50 years ago. Dana. Dodger dogs. Dodger dogs. Yes. Dodger dogs. It is a 10-inch long hot dog. Yes. And if you uh, grew up (laughs) in or around Los Angeles, you were well acquainted with the Dodger dog. Uh, They used to call it a foot long, uh, and I guess people kind of, you know, know, it isn't really a foot long. You're right. right. Yes. No. So they switched wisely to Dodger dogs instead. Yeah. Yeah, no, if you say Dodger dog to any baseball fan, they will know instantly, like, oh, the big hot dog. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. All right. Well, good job, you guys. Wow. Uh, this little bit of fan knowledge there for you. Fantastic fans, by the way, was the name of that quiz. Oh, that's I did pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you did. So in that in that Facebook group in that Lobe Trotters Facebook group, one of the one of the great things I think that really kept us going is seeing our fans not just post in this group to say like you know, hey jerks, when, <laughs> when, when are you, you recording? Get off your butts and do another episode. But um, they really continued the spirit of Good Job Brain by finding interesting things and sharing them amongst themselves and talking about all these cool things that they found. And uh, I really enjoyed looking at a lot of these. And there was there was one fan submitted factoid story that I thought that just blew my mind. It was really fascinating and just had a, a, a tremendous rabbit hole. And this is a, a, a fan. Her name is Kate Haberman. Oh, um, yeah. So thank you, Kate. She shared a, a story from the BBC. And there's been actually many stories about this place. And it is the town of Monowee, Nebraska. Monowee, oh, Nebraska. Yeah. The name, of course, coming from the Latin mono and uh, the Nintendo Wii. <laughs> the town only has one single Wii. Nintendo Wii <laughs> okay. that they all have to share. No one knows where the controller is. It's so frustrating. The yeah. spooky thing is they named that before Before the it even came out. Yeah. Because <laughs> when the GameCube came out. How, how, um, do, you, how do you actually spell the, the town's name? Oh, it's, it's spelled M-O... Uh, M-O-N-O-W-I. Okay. Monowee. Okay. Uh, it apparently means flower in some Native American language okay. that nobody's been able to identify. Oh, so it's just so sounds very Wisconsin. Is, oh. it's had, it, that was a false cognate. <laughs> that was a joke. Okay. But it would only need the one we because Monowee is a town with a population of one. Ah. Big old sign out there that says pop one. one. And in fact, Monowee is the only, we're going to get technical here, 
It is the only incorporated municipality, the only actual right. incorporated city, incorporated town yeah. in the U.S. with a That's population of one. That means incorporated means it has its own government. It has no. a town government. It makes its own laws. There are other places in America, other like census designated places with a with a name and everything that have a population of one or have a sign up like population oh, one. I see. Uh-huh. But Monowee. Uh, is the only one that has a mayor. Yeah. Oh. And that mayor is the town's single resident. Okay. Elsie Eiler. Monowee used to have a population of two, but Elsie's husband, Rudy, died in oh, 2004. No. She is 84 years old. She does have friends. She has a lot of friends. I don't want you to get... Out of town friends. friends. Yeah. Out of town yeah. friends. Yeah. They don't well, live in yeah, Monowee, they but they come from other towns yeah. to yeah. hang out at her business, which is Monowee's only business, which is a bar. Um, oh, they want to support the Monowee tax base. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes, the Monowee tax base being Elsie, <laughs> who pays herself taxes every year and who grants herself an alcohol license every year. Okay. <laughs> and... She and she does have to apply to the state for the license. The state sends her the license <laughs> as you know, as the mayor, who then passes it to the town clerk, who was her, who yeah. then passes it to the owner of the bar, which is hey, her. this sounds pretty. It's nice. all it's is, this is all above board. Yeah, yeah. It's all above well, board. Machine. She votes for herself for mayor every year. Okay, uh, she's lived there her whole life. Mono, we used to have about 150 people and okay. more stuff happening, more businesses. You know, mm. everybody else left or everybody else passed away. You know, moved to bigger cities, greener pastures, and she just doesn't want to move doesn't want to move it is 99% a ghost town you know dilapidated (laughs) buildings you know buildings that are out of use there's there's her house which is a trailer which is nice it is nice bar seems to be good she cooks food there um and there's a library reviews on yelp locally yeah Yeah, there's one review but it's really good yeah there's a public library with five thousand books and magazines everything is you see pictures everything is tagged with the dewey decimal system post office operates on the honor system don't think there's i think maybe there's a way to mail okay all right i didn't actually read about a post office there's a little bit of tourism there because people go, because it has a population of ones. People want to go there, yeah, yeah. So people people come to Elsie, and especially like strangers come into town and they like go to the bar and they hang out with yeah. her and they tell her where they're from and everything like that. Monowee is a great old story. It's like she's lived there a whole. Yeah, I want. I, I love. There. I love this. I love stuff leave. like that. And she runs a library. It's a, such a feel feel good you know story. But but the most fascinating one person town is Buford, Wyoming. Huh. I will tell you all about Buford, Wyoming right now. This was not this. I had to as I started, you know, looking at more and more and more one-person towns. I eventually landed on Buford, and this is amazing. Buford, Wyoming, or as it's been known since 2013, Fin Deli Town, Buford. <laughs> fin Deli. Fin P H I N. Capital D E L I Town, Buford. Fin Deli Town, like Buford. capital D. Capital D. You said. So up until that year of 2013, Buford was sort of a similar story. Uh, you know, there used to be a lot of people living there, but the population declined. It's out in the middle of nowhere, kind of Wyoming, right? Okay. But in 1980, the whole town, everything, all the land in the whole town, all the buildings, all the houses, the whole entire town was bought up by a successful business band from Los Angeles, and his name was Don Salmons. And Don was like, I want to get out of Los Angeles. I want small town living. I have a buttload of money. Buy, I'm buy a whole buy town. A town. Buy a town. So he goes there with his whole family. Um, his wife passes away eventually. His kids leave because they don't want to live there anymore. <laughs> oh, and man. now the town has a population of one, and it's just Don. Uh, and in 2013, he decides to sell the town. 
the way that you sell anything these days on eBay via the internet. Okay. <laughs> it was an internet auction. It was not on eBay, but it was indeed an online auction. Um, and the town was purchased by a guy named Pham Din Win. He is a Vietnamese man. Oh. Not a Vietnamese American. A man in a Vietnam. A man in, in Vietnam, Vietnam <laughs> living in Ho Chi Minh City, where he still lives, oh. bought the town. And he makes a brand of Vietnamese coffee called Fin Deli. <laughs> fin referring to, it's a brand name. Okay. And Fin referring to, I think, the type of uh, coffee filter that's used to make Vietnamese coffee, uh, or the, the equipment, and Deli being an abbreviation of delicious. Okay. Oh, 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 okay. That is his brand. Okay. It is literally like the town is now named Folgers Town, right. Buford, because he renamed it. He renamed the town Fin Deli Town, Buford, <laughs> uh, rebranded the, the Buford Trading Post with the brand of his coffee. Okay. It is the one and only place in America where that serves his <laughs> Vietnamese coffee, you know, as a coffee shop type thing. And he bought it. And Vietnamese coffee is like its own awesome thing. Yeah, it is. So big, yeah. A big coffee culture mm, so there. Good. Yep. So he bought the town. And the thing is, I, I can't even figure out besides this one store how you can even get this coffee in America. It huh. seems like he bought the town and rebranded and did everything so that in Vietnam he can be like <laughs> this America. brand of coffee owns a town in America <laughs> yeah. its own okay. town because that's because that seems to be the only place you can get the coffee like it's kind of listed on Amazon in the US but you can't buy mm-hmm. it yeah yeah yeah, okay. yeah so so when this guy who bought it is not the resident still lives in Ho Chi Minh City he there, there's a guy named Brandon Hoover who is a local that he hired to run. run the coffee shop, take care of the horse, and <laughs> and so and just to have to have one person there, and only one person gets to live there. It's this guy, so that it can still say population one on the side. <laughs> you don't want to get squatters so in your town. Yeah, so that's what you'll find if you go to what oh the former God. Buford, wow. Wyoming, now called Findelli Town, Buford, Man, Wyoming. Let's go. I was just that's in Wyoming <laughs> last year. Like, I, if I'd known about this earlier, I would have gone what out of cool. my way. I want to go there. I want to go there and drink some Findelli coffee. Yeah. Did, did you find out how much the the town sold for? Like, how much oh, does it cost I, to buy it? What's now? a town go for these days? Yeah. I have to look at this. I think it was like three hundred thousand dollars or something like that. Now I got to say that's that seems bad. affordable for a whole town. That seems pretty that's affordable. That's a town payment yeah. of the house yeah. here. <laughs> I've been thinking about getting a town, so I'm. Oh, you know, that might have been the opening bid. It might be more. Oh, okay. I'm not sure it's how much it bit, actually. Yeah, sold. Yeah, okay, it may have been mm. secret too. I'm not really sure yeah. what the process was. Yeah. What would I do if I had my own? It would be a pizza shop. Like you know, it would be You'd a pizza be real shop, bored. Karen. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't have to live there. You right? <laughs> hire somebody oh, to yeah. live there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You would open pizza. up Shellhead Pizza in <laughs> you know wherever <laughs> yeah, Wyoming yeah, yeah. population. It looks one. like a fake. New and it was yeah. yeah. knockoff Ninja Turtles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. Like manhole, manholes everywhere. Yeah. These yeah. are samurai turtles. They're similar. All the way up to Wyoming to get you on the. The IP infringement, so yeah. you know, just do it. Ooh. Those turtles up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shall I pizza? Hello, everyone. You may recognize me as Gabby from the History of Everything podcast. And my name is Bruna, and you don't recognize me from anything yet. Together, we're two scientists who explore all of the weird little questions and conspiracies of the universe in our new podcast, Mystery of Everything. Everything has an explanation. We hope. But that is what we're here to figure out. We will dive into the science behind many popular conspiracy theories, such as vaccines causing autism, flat earth theory, and was the moon landing fake, and if so, why the heck would anyone even do that? 
But it's not just conspiracies. There's a lot of cool mysteries that we will attempt to use science to explain, such as near-death experiences, what made the Vikings go berserk, and can I control my co-host with MK Ultra? Wait, what? <laughs> anyway, make sure to check out the Mischief Everything podcast everywhere where you find your podcasts. All right, I have a Jeopardy-style quiz for you guys to okay. round this out. You have your buzzers ready. So the category name is fantastic. All the answers contain the word fan. Nice. Ooh, they don't okay. tell you that on Jeopardy. They, you got you got to sometimes they do. <laughs> you need to you need to know yeah. the ground rules. Yeah. <laughs> so, sometimes Alec has to like spell it like all these answers start with the letter D. And sometimes so, they don't get it. Like so, you get down to the 800 question and he's just like as a reminder under, yeah, 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 all yeah. of these answers. Yeah. Don't yeah. make me tell you again. Yeah. All right. Are we buzzing in? Buzzing in. Jeopardy right. format? Yes. All right. For two hundred, I'm not going to do hundred dollars. Two hundred Dana points um, <laughs> from Latin for not speaking. Also, a very young child. What? Colin, uh, infantile or just infant? Infant. Okay. Infantile. Infant. 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 From from the Latin. Latin for not not speaking. Oh. That's good. Infant. Yeah. Not because it's like yeah. oh a a you know larval stage or something you know like a, Greek, a Latin <laughs> right. term or yeah. whatever for yeah. not speaking. Yeah. So. But they're so loud. Babies are. They loud. make noise in a lot but of other ways. I can yeah, I can yeah. attest to that. But before they say words, they're oh, infants. Yeah. Okay. Okay. A derogatory way to refer to something new. Oh. Karen. I... New Fandangle. No. Oh. <laughs> I'm <is> sorry. <laughs> new Fangled. New Fangled. Oh, that's, new a, fangled. Yeah. that's not Ed Corn territory. Not quite. Not yeah, quite. Yeah. <laughs> Fandangle. That's just misspoke. Yeah. You, you almost made like Fandango and <laughs> yeah. Fa- yeah, it's new Fandangle. New Fandangle. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah. <laughs> In British English, a way of describing a costume party. Oh. Colin? A fantasy party. No. Chris? Fancy party? Oh! Karen. Fancy dress. Fancy dress. That's right. Yes, you just say, yeah, fancy Fancy dress dress party is not a formal party. It's a costume party. So if you're invited to a fancy dress party, it's not wear a fancy dress. It's come in. Unless you're a princess or something. Right, exactly. I'm James Bond in my suit. (laughs) (laughs) Hagrid's pet and Harry Potter. Karen. Who is Fang? Fang. Mm, yeah, nice. Yes. It's a I, mastiff, Neapolitan I, mastiff, I believe. I believe you. A story that uses characters or settings from an original work. Uh, uh, call, or Chris. Chris. Fan fiction. Fan fiction. Fan fiction. One of the dot-com companies stole around. Also, a lively Spanish dance. Colin. Uh, what is Fandango? Fandango. Oh, oh. Yeah. I was like flamenco. Flamenco. <laughs> Fandango. It's also a pink color. Hmm. And flamenco. just it's just fun to say. Yeah. It, mean, is. it is. As we know. Yeah. Fandango, the company, though, was started in 2000. Wow. That's one of the... I didn't realize they were, they were an early one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Potty mouth swears, curses, and cuss words. Colin. What is profanity? Profanity. Oh. The branch of an army that engages in military combat on foot. Colin. Uh, What is infantry? Infantry. Okay. 
I just got uh, infant on the brain here. All right, yeah. two more, two more in this category. A musical comp- composition structured according to the composer's whim. Really? Yeah. What is fanfare? No. Mm. Chris? Flight of Fancy? No. Oh. Mm, that's not bad. Fan- is it something with fancy? Is it a, no. Yeah. Huh. Can talk to the composer. It's also uh, a Disney movie. Ah. Uh, uh, Everybody, Fantasia. 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 Uh, I did ma- not know that. That makes Was the movie not aware. Make more I, sense. Yeah. I just yes. learned something, Dana. Yeah. There are a lot of composers that have a Fantasia something, uh, including Mozart. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. That yeah. makes sense. Okay, last one. First Lady Jackie Kennedy popularized this hairstyle. Oh. Huh. Chris. Buffant. Buffant. Oh, nice. Poofy hair. See, that's the thing. I thought I was so good at Jeopardy when you're watching it and you're reading the text, but like listening is a different game. You know what I mean? It's like so. So I, I, on the show, they got to read and listen. And not only that, but they they know they get locked out if they're early. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. the yeah. stressful part. Mm. Good job, you guys. All right. All well, right. I have a last segment, last quick segment, and uh, inspired by, I have a little shout out list here of fans. Seska Kramerick, Penelope Riley, Sarah and Jenny Coker, Warren Carlyle, Ginger Hilderman, Vanessa Matthew, Tina Eastman, and many others. Because some of the most popular facts shared on our Good Job Brain uh, Lobetropper fan page is all about the octopus. Mm-hmm. There are multiple mm-hmm. shares. Mm-hmm. And I think it's also because like on social media you have like videos and that's like very viral and you can send it be like, oh, look at this weird thing. Really strange animals. And, you know, if we were to chart the, 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 the fan post by subject matter, like deep sea creatures and octopus <laughs> would like win out. Um, it would be poop even. <laughs> it would be poop. Good, good. Uh, so space. octopus, uh, quick reminder, plural form. You can say octopuses. Yeah. Uh, not a lot of people say octopi. Officially, it is octopodes. You sound pedantic when you're if you try and bring in octopodes into Um, a a conversation. I think you sound pedantic if you correct somebody's pluralization. That's true. Any word, fair. Yeah, yeah. We're not talking about around the trivia table, right? That's different. Yeah, exactly. But if you're at a bar just talking about octopuses, just just let it go. Yeah, yeah. Um, You don't want to end that date early. Come on. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, oh, I regret this. Yeah. She, she could be the one. You know what I mean? Not if she doesn't know the plural. <laughs> well, you'll be. Fair enough. Yeah. So octopuses are just really weird, really fascinating. There's so many different types. There's that video where, like, the uh, the giant octopus, like, squeezes through, like, a two-inch hole. They're, yeah, they're, yeah, they're amazing. They're like, what? It's so like smart. a multi-step process, yeah. too. Like, they're it's not so just like smart. they shove themselves they, through it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like one arm and the other. They Like, <laughs> like they, I would do. They take coconuts <laughs> underwater, like coconut shells, and they, like, put themselves in the coconut, you know, when they're threatening <laughs> it. It's, it's, so, it's so strange that they can, like... So we, we've also talked about different octopuses before. And, uh, and inspired by our, our fans, I decided to find the weirdest, most intriguing, and maybe not-so-known type of octopus. Oh. Okay. There are a lot of them. Okay. And I did. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So meet the blanket octopus. <laughs> When the blanket octopus is threatened, they, they have a few defense options. So one, like most octopodes, yeah. uh, they can shoot ink mm-hmm. to cloud and confuse their predators. The, the second way they can defend themselves is only the female blanket octopus. They're like, 
like kind of six feet long. Mm-hmm. They will drop from their head body and unfold uh-huh. this giant webbing cape huh. or a blanket. And it's it's like this little package, and it's just kind of in the water, just like rolls out. And so it's like rolled up, ready to go. Yeah. So it's like you know, okay. you know when you go to Target and you look at bed sheets, and they're like in small kind of con- containers. You're uh-huh. like, I need a California king size. <laughs> uh-huh. And you're like, oh, this is so neat. And then once you like unzip it and you unfold it, you're like, oh my god, it's just it's so. <laughs> yeah. It will never go back. It in will there. never go back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, it's just so large, and it this makes the the octopus appear larger than they are. Mm-hmm. You know, which is a very common defense mechanism. You know, like the the Jurassic Park uh, dinosaurs with the the, uh-huh. the, the oh, neck. fins things. Yeah, the yeah. fins mm-hmm. neck. Mm-hmm. And so when the blanket octopus has has all the webbing out, it it, it, it looks like a paraglider. It's very graceful and very pretty, and uh, it's like a like a gown, like with a cathedral train, right? Okay. Just the female. Uh, Just the okay. female, because the male octopus is actually exponentially smaller than the female, ten thousand times smaller. What? So, <laughs> what? what? She really, she really what? meant exponentially. Yeah. yeah. So several exponents. So two meters, six feet for a female, two inches for the male. <laughs> It's kind of like the anglerfish too. Oh, yeah, a lot of animals that I have remember that kind you. Of wow. Yeah, and so well, what are you? What are you gonna do when you're a, a boy blanket octopus? You don't have a you don't have a blanket. You're small. So how do? What do you do to defend yourself? And it's not like they're young. It's not their babies. They're like grown well, men adults, right? And they're bite size. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. perfect. Um, so on a previous episode, Colin, you had a what's the difference quiz segment, yes. and you asked what's the difference between venomous and poisonous right what is the difference quickly well, one is like it, it it injects or stings you and one is you eat it venomous is they have to inject their poison through a sting or a venom bite. is a substance that is that is stored in their bodies that they can put into you to kill you yeah so one of the most venomous creatures out there in the water is the greatly feared portuguese man yeah. of war uh, yeah they're up there yeah uh, up yeah. there. They're, 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 they're going to be. They're going to be. Name a couple few more. I'm a little <laughs> yeah, scared yeah. of the Portuguese yeah, man of war is definitely on my top three. Uh, I want to clarify that the Portuguese man of war is not actually a jellyfish. Right. Quick I'm thing, it's actually a colony of of different different animals that live in a con that Voltron into. Get right? out of <laughs> get out of town. Yeah. yeah. So like no. And people on the internet will get very persnickety about yeah. this if you call it a jellyfish. It's not. It's siphonophore. Yeah. Siphonophore. Cyan. Cyanophore. Cyanophore. Yeah, but in, so, come on, in common parlance, yeah. it's a jellyfish. Yeah, I mean, yeah okay, yeah. but it, it looks, looks like, like one. But it's actually a whole bunch of different animals in yeah. a Voltron that have like different a, like functions. Yeah, like a coral. So like kind, the top kind, bubble kind of. is a thing, and the antenna. No, uh, yeah. It's, it's it's a colony. It really is like Voltron. Wow. That's okay, so it's not a jellyfish at all. It's, it's not. It's oh. a, yeah. and, you know, That's not a jellyfish, then, if it's no. a bunch of other animals stuck together. Okay. So the, yeah. the Portuguese man of war is very venomous, and its tentacles can deliver a sting. But guess what? <laughs> Unlike every other living thing, the uh, blanket octopus is 100% immune uh, to the Portuguese man of war. Nice. Uh, mm. the, the venom. Of the Portuguese man of war. So the little small a blanket octopus dude will literally use its arms and rip out the ten- rip off the tentacles of Portuguese man of war and like super casual just carry it around <laughs> and like you know that thing. like 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 a jump rope or like a necklace or like a scarf. 
to defend itself. So if oh. there's a fish that comes by or whatever, you whip, like, whips its yeah, scarf. It's like, you know, like I imagine like Stevie Nicks, like scarf, yeah. beautiful yeah. scarves. Um, and so the thing is, when dismembered or dead, Portuguese man of war, the venom's still there. It's ah. still like deadly. So even though you just ripped out. He's like, I know how to use this thing, man. Stay back. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> There is no other animal in the world that is completely immune to the wow, venom. Wow. Only this animal. There, There's like a, a type of fish that would kind of cohabitate with Portuguese man of war, but they're just, they're 10 times more resistance to the venom, but they're wow. not they're completely, wow. not 100%. <laughs> I love that. Like they're just perfectly adapted to just come in close to their defenses. And yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's very, it's just very fashion forward. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The females have like a big, the superhero cape, like, Lady Gaga cape, and then like the, the little guys are just dragging like, around a tentacle. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine it's like a Linus and security blanket yeah. scenario. Yeah. Kind of just, yeah. All right. And that is our show about fans. Hope you guys learned a lot of stuff. Learned about sport traditions, sport fans, cheeseheads, uh, cheese heads. learned about uh, fan words, learned about fan groups, and Population one towns. Mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm. gonna look up how I'm gonna score my own and just make it a pizza town. <laughs> yeah. You can find our show on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spotify, and on our website, goodjobbrain.com. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards.